Psalms 33 this morning. Boy, hadn't it been good. What a wonderful service we're having this morning. Thank you, Miss Betty, for that special. Boy, what a wonderful uh, choir special this morning. Uh, Brother Russell, great job this morning. To God be all the glory. And I'm glad this morning that my God is real. And uh, I am so thankful that we can feel Him this morning. We had a good week at camp. I... Uh, we had we carried about 50. There was over 800 in the camp. We had a great week at camp uh, this past week. I was warned before we went about the filthiness of these boys, and uh, and I told them the whole week that cleanliness is next to godliness. And uh, well, just quite frankly, we were ungodly this week because it was filthy in those dorms. But we had fun with them. Uh, we had a great time in the Lord, had great fellowship to the Lord, be all the honor and glory. And uh, I just, hey, if you can't praise Him here, where else can you praise Him this morning? And I just got to praise Him this morning. He's been good. God has been good to me. He's been good to my family. He's been good in this nation. God is good. You turn on the news, there's negativity everywhere you look. Man, there's negativity everywhere. And I want to try to be as positive as we can this morning because, hey, there's a lot of negative things that we can say. But sometimes we get so negative that we allow that negativity to overrule the blessings that God has blessed us with. And yes, there's a lot of wrong in this country. There's a lot of wrong in this nation. But friend, God has been good. And yes, we can spend a day talking about the positive things, but we can spend two months talking about how God has blessed this country. Has God been good? He's been good. Let's praise His holy name. Let's stand this morning for the reading of God's Word. Don't have a lot to read this morning, but boy, what a beautiful verse. Psalms 33 and verse 12. This will be our text this morning. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom He hath chosen for His own inheritance. I want to read that one more time. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people who He hath chosen for His own inheritance. Dear Heavenly Father, thank You for this day. Thank You, Lord, for the country that You give us to live in. Lord, this country is one of the greatest on earth, and I praise You for what You've done in this country. Lord, as Christians, may we understand that the only way that this thing's going to turn around, Lord, is if we look back to You. Lord, we understand the reason it was great is because of you in the beginning, Lord. Lord, you're the reason this country is as great as it is. And Lord, yes, we see it falling, but Lord, it's because we've turned our back against you, Lord. Lord, we've turned our back to you and we're not looking at you anymore, Lord. Lord, I pray that you turn our country. You said if your people will humble themselves and call upon you, Lord, Lord, I pray for the saved. Lord, we've got to quit looking that people would get saved so this thing can turn around. Lord, if your people, which are called by your name, Lord, Lord, if they would call upon your holy name, Lord, it's your people. And I pray, Lord, that we would stand up today. Lord, I pray for a great revival in this nation. Lord, I pray that you would revive the United States of America. Lord, behold, visit this vine, Lord. Lord, revive us. Lord, revive our church. Revive our town, Lord. Revive us. We need to be revived. Lord, we live in a country that wrong is right and right is wrong, Lord. Lord, we live in a country that no longer seeks you to make decisions. 
Lord, we live in a country that don't even look at your word anymore, Lord, that pushes you outside of the school system and outside of the court system, Lord. Lord, I pray that we would get back at making you the center of everything. Lord, give me the strength that I need to preach this morning. Lord, give me your ability this morning. I love you, and I praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated this morning. You see there in verse 12, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. That's what I want to speak to you this morning on, is blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. I think the United States of America is a very good example that blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. You look around and you look at the nations who has made God the Lord of their nation. God has blessed them in return. I want you to know that in America that we have enjoyed our freedom, we have enjoyed our prosperity, we have enjoyed our prosperity when it comes to economics, when it comes to the military. And I want you to know since 1776, when the Declaration of Independence was finally signed there of July 4, 1776, that God has blessed this country. This country became one of the greatest countries upon the face of the earth. I believe everybody can agree that this country at one time was the greatest on earth. I remember a day and a time that this country had, had pride for this country. I remember the, our neighbors and our people around us that we had pride for the United States of America. I remember a time laying our, my head down on my pillow knowing that this was the greatest country on earth. Knowing that nobody would even dare to mess with the United States of America because we have the greatest military around. Nobody would touch us. Nobody would mess with us. I remember a time that there was pride and there was success and there is prosperity. And friend, you know like I know that that's going down today. And that is declining today. But I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about this morning why we had the success that we had. I want to talk about why God made this country so great. And this country was so great because of God and God alone. We cannot point at man. We cannot point at our leaders. We cannot give glory to man. But friend, we must give glory to God. And I'm telling you, the reason it's so great today is because God has been good in spite of us. Hello? in spite of our leaders, in spite of the White House, in spite of the Democrats and the Republicans, God has been good. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. I want to think about this morning and notice this morning, first off, our past foundation. The Bible said, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom He hath chosen for His own inheritance. Why is it today that God blessed America the way He did? Because America had a great foundation. If you listen to CNN and Fox News and all of these different ones, they will tell you that our nation was not founded upon Christian principles. They will tell you that our nation <clears throat> excuse me, was not founded upon thus saith the Lord. But I want to tell you this morning about the past foundation of America. The reason this nation was started was to escape the, the, the power of the Roman Catholic Church and to escape that from Great Britain to come over here and worship Jesus Christ the way the Bible tells us to worship. 
I want you to know why our country was founded was so that people could come together in the name of Jesus and worship Him and live for Him without being persecuted. That's exactly why this nation was started. And if you go back in history, you will read and know of our beginning. You will know of our past foundation. I want to read to you this morning quite a few quotes. I want to read to you the foundation of America. Don't ever tell, don't let anybody ever tell you that this nation was not founded upon the Bible. Don't let anybody ever tell you this nation was not founded upon biblical principle and our faith in Jesus Christ. Because I want you to know that's why we exist as a nation. Because there were some men and there were some families that had a burden to live for Jesus. Christopher Columbus in 1504 wrote his reason for setting forth to discover a new land. And this is what he said. He said, I was led of the Holy Spirit to carry the message of the gospel to undiscovered lands. The purpose of the pilgrims in coming to America was to establish a political commonwealth governed by biblical standards. The Mayflower Compact stated that they had come for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. On July 4, 1776, Continental Congress signed the Declaration of Independence which states their belief in the Creator God. Before signing, they called the signers to prayer and fasting to the God of the Bible. The legislature of New York declared in 1838 that this is a Christian nation. Ninety-nine hundreds, if not a larger portion of our whole population, believe in the general doctrines of the Christian religion. I believe that percentage has gone down today. Number five, it says here, it was the chief justice of the United States of Supreme Court in 1892. This was the chief justice of the U.S. that declared in the court's opinion the United States was a Christian nation. The Plymouth Charter said that the colony was established to advance the enlargement of the Christian religion to the glory of God Almighty. The Delaware Charter defined the purpose of their colony to further propagate the Holy Gospel, to assure the right for people to live in Christian peace, and to instruct the people to propagate the Christian religion to such people who yet live in ignorance of the true knowledge and the worship of Jesus Christ. The Rhode Island Compact stated that we submit our persons, our lives, and estates unto our Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Boy, isn't that beautiful. A preacher by the name of Francis Bellamy wrote the very song, Our Pledge of Allegiance. Another preacher, Samuel, wrote the very song, My Country, Tis of Thee. Another preacher wrote the introduction of the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States. Harvard, Harvard Yale, Princeton, Brown, Dartmouth, William and Mary in Columbia were founded by Christian preachers and church affiliations with the express intent to educate youth for Jesus Christ. John Harvard, a pastor in Charleston, Massachusetts, the man for whom Harvard University was named after, stated the purpose of the university was that every student be plainly instructed and earnestly pressed to consider the well main ends of his life and studies to know God and Jesus Christ, which is eternal life. Therefore, to lay Christ in the bottom as the foundation of knowledge and learning and to see the Lord only giveth wisdom. 
to let everyone seriously set himself by prayer in secret to seek Christ Jesus as Lord and Master. Even Harvard's original seal, which can be seen on campus today, states truth for Christ and the church. Columbia University wrote that it was founded. The chief things that are aimed in this college are to teach and to gauge the children to know God and Jesus Christ and to learn to learn and love and serve Him in all sobriety. Friend, I want you to know that our foundation was based upon thus saith the Lord. Our foundation was based upon Jesus. The very first school book that was ever written was the New England Primer. And I, on the very cover of it was the Lord's Prayer well, on the cover of this book. And when you open the New England Primer, the alphabet was taught in theological verse. A was in Adam's fall, we send all. B, heaven to find the Bible mind. C, was Christ crucified for sinners died. D, the deluge drowned the earth around. E, Elijah fed by ravens, or excuse me, Elijah hid by ravens fed. F, the, the judgment made Felix afraid. G, as runs the glass, our life doth pass. H, my book and heart must never part. J, Job fills the rod, yet blesses God. K, proud chorus troop was swallowed up. L, Lot fled to Zor, saw fiery shower on Sodom poor. M, Moses was he whose Israel's host led through the sea. N, was Noah did view the old world in new. O, young Obadiah, David, Josiah were all pious. P, Peter denied his Lord and cried. Q, was Queen Esther sues and saves the Jews. R, young pious Ruth left all for truth. S, young Samuel dear, the Lord did fear. T, was for Timothy. V was for Vashti. I think you get the the, uh, the the more of the story. Z was for Zacchaeus. I'll tell you, the foundation of our country was based upon the Bible, the Holy Scriptures. And when men and women came to this country, they never intended for this country to be what it has become today. And everybody that had a part of the foundation uh, of this country, the foundation was built upon a firm and solid rock. And the Bible states that if you build a house upon a rock, that it will withstand the storm. It will withstand the, the, the things of evil. It will withstand everything that comes upon it. And friend, there's a day that this nation withstood anything and everything that come upon it. And every time any nation tried to destroy us, nobody could touch us. Because our nation was built upon a solid foundation. And I want you to know that our past, I want you to know that our beginning was built upon a firm foundation. That firm foundation, that solid rock, is Jesus Christ. That's what this nation was built upon. That's why this nation was as great as it was and as great as it is, because we built upon Jesus. Blessed is the nation. Blessed is the nation. This nation started upon their belief and their faith and biblical views of Jesus Christ. I don't care what CNN says. I don't care what all these news, news media said. This country was founded upon Jesus Christ. There was enough men and enough godly women who had enough conviction to them that said, we don't want the Roman Catholic Church anymore. We want to worship Jesus as God told us to do, and we want freedom to do it. Friend, that very freedom that we were given in this country is being taken away from us today. So why do we have it to begin with? Because of our foundation. 
We've got to get back on the firm foundation. Jesus is the firm foundation. He is the rock. Friend, we need to get back building upon Jesus. We need to get back to that foundation. Wasn't that interesting about Harvard? That's one of the most liberal schools in the country now. Isn't that interesting about Columbia? All of these schools were started by Baptist ministers. And they're the most liberal schools in the country. Friend, we must get back to our past foundation. Now, I want us to notice our plentiful favor. I want you to look in Proverbs 14. Proverbs 14. We talked about the success, and there's no doubt. Through all the troubles we have today, God's been good, hasn't He? Man, what a great country that we have. Why is it today that we're as great? Why is it today of the, the plentiful favor of God upon this country? Well, our text said, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And then Proverbs 14, and then verse 34. It says, Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. I want you to know that righteousness exalteth a nation. The reason that we were exalted the way we were was because of our righteousness. Now, I'm going to tell you why the the United States of America was as great as it was because of our faith in Jesus Christ. Okay? It's our faith in Jesus Christ that set us apart from every other country. It was our willingness to obey the Scripture. It was our willingness to put upon righteousness upon us and live the way that God designed for us to live, okay? In our country today, we live in opposite to thus saith the Lord. If God says white, we say black. If God says do this, we do that. Everything God has told us to do, we're putting it in reverse. But the reason that our country was raised to excellence, the reason that nobody would mess with us, the reason people feared us was simply because of our faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus made this nation great. Jesus exalted this nation because this nation was willing to live for the Lord. May I tell you, we got to get back living for the Lord. We've got to get back living for the Lord. I want you to notice in the book of Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. I want us to get back to that foundation and notice why we had that plentiful favor. Notice why there were so many blessings from the Lord. Number one, because of our faith in Jesus. But I want to go back to an old promise that God made Abraham when He called him out of the earth of the Chaldees. In Genesis 12 and verse 3, He said, I'll bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. He's telling Abraham, the father of Israel, the great nation of Israel, He said, any country that will bless you, I will bless them. And any country that will curse you, I will curse them. You know what made our nation so great? Number one is our faith in Jesus. And number two was our stand for the nation of Israel. And as long as this country stood for Israel, that old promise God made way back yonder to Father Abraham in the the land of the earth of Chaldees when He said, I'll bless them that bless you, friend. God blessed America because America has stood with Jesus and has stood with Israel. 
And I want you to know the blessings and the prosperity of this country was because of the willingness of this country to stand for Jesus and stand for Israel. I want you to know you turn your back on Jesus, you turn your back on Israel, okay? It's one-folded there. I'm telling you today, we need to get back standing for Jesus. We need to get back standing for the nation of Israel. Our leaders today, well, you know, Israel's on their own out there. Shame on us. Shame on us. And remember, that promise is twofold. He said, I will bless them that bless you, and I will curse them that curse you. May I tell you that our nation started going down when we turned our back against Israel. I'm telling you, what's going to get this nation back is our stand for Jesus and our stand with Israel. A lot of people say, well, Israel's on their own over there. We need to mind our own business. Shame on us. God said, I will bless them that bless you. Friend, we're great because we have stood for Jesus and for Israel. I want you to know that is the foundation of America. That is why we've had the prosperity that we've had. It's because we didn't mind standing for Jesus and we didn't mind standing up for Israel. And there's countries all over the world that hated us because of our love for Israel. When I went to Israel, you know that old wall there around uh, Bethlehem. I remember seeing it there one time as Francis that somebody, of course they painted all over that wall, uh, the, the Palestinians did. And there was one painting that I've got a picture of, and I've never got it out of my mind. They spray painted the Statue of Liberty. And they had the Statue of Liberty holding a baby, which was Israel. And the baby was crying. And the Statue of Liberty was patting its back. Because the Palestinians, that was their mindset. That, you know, America had pity on the baby Israel. And all of these years... Israel became a nation because the United States of America stood up for them. Israel's become what they've become today because the United States has stood right behind them. And now our leaders decide to turn their back against Jesus and against Israel. And friend, it's not going to work. We stood for Jesus, we stood for Israel, and we're blessed. We turn our back against Jesus, we turn our back against Israel, and we're cursed. Hello! <laughs> How many more signs do we need? Hello? We need to get back to standing for Jesus Christ. And we need to get back standing for Israel. Well, preacher, that ain't politically correct. I don't give a rip. (laughs) We need to quit being politically correct. I don't care about pleasing this nation. I want to please Jesus. And when this country had a burden and a conviction to please God and God only, that's when God blessed her. We got so we have gotten in the place we're so scared to death we're going to hurt somebody's feelings. I can't say this, I can't say that, friend. What about the feelings of God? What about His opinion? What about His judgment, friend? We got to get back to worrying about what God thinks rather than what political society says. We shouldn't give a flip about them. Amen. Who cares if they agree with us? We need to satisfy the Lord. And friend, if we get back to that, God's going to turn this around. Hey, there's still hope. There's still hope. And I'm going to tell you why. Notice our preserving factor, Isaiah chapter 1. Talked about this one night on in Wednesday night. And I'll tell you, I, I, I love this. I love this. In Isaiah chapter 1, God is getting on Israel through Isaiah. And there was so much wickedness. There was so much bad going on there. And God could have wiped them out. God could have judged them. But He didn't. And I want you to know there's a lot of sin. 
and we're going to be judged for our sin. Let me tell you something. Our nation's not going to get away with this, okay? We're not going to get away with aborting babies the way we do. We're not going to get away with marrying anything and everything that comes up. We're not going to get away with it, people. Please listen. We're not going to get away with the sin of this country. And I've heard it, preacher, why hadn't God just just already? Why hadn't God just come back? Why hadn't God just destroyed America? And I'm going to tell you why. In Isaiah 1 and verse 9, Except the Lord of hosts had left unto us a very small remnant, we should have been as Sodom, and we should have been like unto Gomorrah. You know why the United States is still standing? It's not because of our political system. It's not because of our military system. It's not because of our economics. It's not because God is impressed with our leadership. It's not because God's impressed with our sports. I'll tell you, our country is... is sports is everything. That, that has become the God of our country. Let me tell you something. I don't care if we're the best athletes on the face of the earth. That's not what is saving our country. Let me tell you what the saving factor of our country is, is that very small remnant that God has left for Himself to be a light in darkness. You want to know why God is patient and long-suffering with America? It's because there are still a few people in this country that's got conviction, that has morals, that has values, and they fall upon their face every single day and say, God, oh, have mercy on us. Oh, God, we want revival. Oh, God, save souls. Oh, God, don't judge us yet. Oh, God, don't destroy us yet. You know why we're not destroyed? Because of them grandmas and them grandpas and them daddies and them mamas that still has the conviction of thus saith the Lord and said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let me tell you, that day last summer when the Supreme Court voted to do what they did with marriage, friend, they didn't redefine anything. What God defined will stand for all of eternity. Heaven and earth will pass away, but every word of God will stand sure. Friend, I want you to know that night, the very night that the White House lit up that White House in rainbow colors, it was a spit in the face of God. And oh, I remember seeing that photo and that picture, and I'm thinking, oh God, don't take us yet. Oh God, boy, it scared me to death. It frightened me. Why didn't He take us that night? Because there was women... And there was men, and there was grandmas, and there was grandpas. While this young generation is celebrating sin, there's enough Christian people that fell upon their face. Oh, God, have mercy. Oh, God, be long-suffering. Oh, God, don't judge us yet. Oh, God, save my children. Save my grandchildren. Friend, God is not... Hey, God's not impressed with what we have in this country. That's not why He keeps us around. He keeps us around because of those men and women that still live for Him. Remember what Elijah said? Oh God, I'm the only one left. Don't we feel that way sometimes? Oh Lord, we're the only church left. Oh Lord, we're the only Christian left. Oh Lord, we're the only one. He reminded Elijah. He said, no, no, no. I still got a remnant. I still got a remnant. And friend, as long as there's a remnant in this country, God's going to keep blessing. And He's going to be merciful. You know why this nation's still here? Because they saw enough people with a little conviction and a little unction. Notice what he said. He didn't say a big remnant. He didn't say a small remnant. He said a very small. Think about the population of our country. 
and you think about the population of true Christians, not based upon religion, not based upon a man's thoughts, but based upon Jesus. Think about the population. Very small. Very small. But every time them grandmas and grandpas get on their knees and say, oh, Lord, help us, God says, I'll hold on. Every time that mom and daddy falls upon their knees, oh, God, show mercy. Oh, God, be long-suffering. He holds it on a little longer. You know why God hadn't destroyed us? Because there's a very small remnant left of Bible-believing, Jesus-believing Christians who love the Lord and not ashamed to share Him. Let me tell you something. Don't ever apologize for your faith in Jesus. Don't ever apologize for your stand for the nation of Israel. Don't ever apologize. You know why? Because it's that very belief that is keeping this together. You know why this nation's still together? Because of that very small remnant. And if it wasn't for that very small remnant, you know what we would be like? We would be like Sodom, and we would be like Gomorrah. We would be destroyed. But there's still enough people who love Jesus. Oh, I'm thankful for people who's not afraid to pray. (laughs) I am thankful for people who's not afraid of their faith in Jesus Christ. I am thankful for people who's not ashamed to just shout a little bit because of their faith in Jesus Christ. I am so thankful for those people that's not ashamed for what they believe. Friend, let me tell you something. We are the saving factor of this nation. We may not realize it, we may not understand it, but we're the only reason that this country's still around. Not just us, but all the Christian folks around that still stand for Jesus and for Israel. I'll tell you, we need to pray. Pray, pray, pray. What holds, what holds all this together? Prayer. God, have mercy. Oh, God, be long-suffering. Oh, Lord, don't destroy us yet. And I'll never forget seeing our White House lit up. There's no telling how many children of God was upon their face that night in tears. Oh, Lord, save us. Oh, Lord, save us. I wonder if you're part of that very small remnant today. I wonder if you're part of that very small remnant that God has held back to preserve this nation. Friend, this nation is being preserved because of God's people. I know a lot of times I call for a lot of altar calls. One time somebody said, Preacher, why why are you always calling us to the front? Because, friend, we've got to pray. Prayer can change this thing around. God said, if my people, which are called by my name, humble themselves and seek my face and call upon his holy name, he will heal this land, people. Do y'all believe he can do it? I know he can do it. It's what has kept us here as long because God's people got on their face and they prayed. Our young couples here this morning, I want you to know that I pray for you every day because I know the temptation that's there. I know the pressures that's there. But friend, listen, we got to stand upon Jesus. He alone needs to be our foundation. Are you willing to stand? Are you willing to stand for Jesus and Jesus alone? I'm going to be honest. I don't tolerate Islam. Islam. 
I, I don't tolerate that mess. Well, you need to be sensitive. Let me tell you something. Our nation was founded because of Jesus. And I don't mind telling anybody that Muhammad's not the Savior of the world. I don't mind telling anybody that all of those false gods are dead and gone, but Jesus is still alive. He's the only Savior upon the face of the earth. Child of God, we've got to get back standing upon that firm foundation. Man, He'll bless us like He did before. Are you willing to go to your altar for your country and say, God, turn this around? Hey, I'm going to be honest. I said this last week. I'm going to say it again. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican. We ain't got nobody running for president. It's sad. You know why? Because neither one of them stands for the Lord. Ain't neither one of them talks about Jesus. Ain't neither one of them talks about the Bible. It's sad. It's sad that our country has come to this. Hey, let's quit running it down. And let's fall on our face and say, God save us. God save us. He can turn it around, people. There's still hope. And it's going to start with us. If you're here this morning and you've never been saved, oh, would you be saved today? Would you put your faith and trust in Jesus? I want to ask you to stand very quiet, very reverent this morning. I want every head is bowed, every eyes closed. The altar is open this morning. Would you come to the altar? If you have a decision to make, would you come this morning? Even where you are, would you be willing to fall down and pray for your country, for your leaders? Oh, she needs them this morning. This country needs your prayers. This country needs your faith in the Lord. If you have a decision to make, would you come?